What's up, bitches? It's Sierra. What's up, bitches? It's Morgan. And this is Bitches and Murders. Wait, no, that's the Twilight Zone music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. So, a a few housekeeping items before we start. Uh, First of all, if you hear any random noises, it's because I'm snuggling a five-week-old trash panda. He's adorable. His name is Ernie. All about this life, and it's adorable, and... You might hear him purring, in which case I will definitely hold him up to the microphone because you need this adorableness in your life. (laughs) Uh, Second topic of housekeeping. Um, A lot of people have been asking about the Shane Mays case and the Topeka murder. Am I saying that right? Topeka. Topeka murders. Uh, So we're still doing that. We have just had a lot more response than we were prepared for. Yeah, we've talked to uh, (laughs) several people who are involved um, directly in the case and, like, their families, um, and we're actually waiting to hopefully hear from Shane himself. Mm -hmm. Um, So that might be on hold for just a little bit. Um, We just want to get the most information possible before we uh, put the story out there. Yeah, we we just want to make sure that everything is together. That might actually end up being a two-parter because it's there's oh, a lot. There's so much. You are not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. I, I have not been not ready, ready through this entire process. Uh, another housekeeping item, and this one is for my mom because she would not get off my case about it. So, Tuesday, looking at you. Um, she obsessed over the Lizzie Borden case. Uh, she should. Uh, apparently she listened to it like three times and she was, she was on vacation when we released that episode. So she listened to it multiple times. She dragged my grandmother into it. I love her. (laughs) My grandma wrote a three page paper on her theory. Oh, in case anybody was wondering why I am the way I am. Please send it to me. (laughs) (laughs) That is a prime example. So my mom's theory is that. The three of them were all kind of having like a little sketch affair. Like uh, he was John Morris, Lizzie, and yeah. Bridget Sullivan, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he was thinking that like, or he, sorry, my mom was thinking that like John, Lizzie, and Bridget were all sleeping together, and the mom into it. confronted Lizzie and Bridget for being lesbians, and then he was like, "No, those are my girls," and then just snapped. I could see that. I could see him even being, like, maybe sleeping with Bridget or whatever and then just being, like, really, really fond of Lizzie because Bridget was also really fond of Lizzie. Yeah. And just, like, going to defend them or... Yeah, I think the specifics is that, like, he was sleeping with Bridget, Bridget was sleeping with Lizzie, and it was just a whole... Kind of a weird pyramid. Yeah. Love triangle. That's what those are called. Not a pyramid. (laughs) I know what a pyramid is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know your geometry i know my basic geometry i'm really glad i didn't say geography because i i tend to mix those close but not a <laughs> close no cigar, no cigar. <laughs> get out of my head <laughs> okay let's deep dive into this nonsense and before i start i just want to say i am not polish i don't speak the language neither do i <laughs> i can't um, help one of my coworkers, Mo, you are amazing, uh, sent me phonetic spellings of the name. So I'm going to try my best. Polish people, please don't come for me. I'm so sorry. I'm doing the best that I can. Also, second uh, quick note before we start. Um, 
We kind of liked the format a lot of the last one. Um, so this will be similar. Um, I know nothing about this case <laughs> at all. Um, and Sierra did all the research for this one. So you just get to see my first impressions. We'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Yeah, this is going to be... You're I'm terrified. Oh, I almost forgot about one piece of uh, housekeeping. Uh, huge, The hugest of shout-outs to Victoria Wegg, who yes. designed our bomb-ass logo. An actual queen. Yes, she's amazing. Um, she does earrings and cup holders and... Like Yeti cups, yeah, that type of thing. All uh, it's sorts. What, it's called uh, V-dubs. V-D-U-B-S, one word, custom creations, I believe, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yeah, she's amazing. Follow her. Check her out. Buy her stuff. It's all handmade. She's Check out friend. our logo. <laughs> yeah, Give her a like. Seriously, she did amazing with that. Um, she also gave us one of the best reviews I've ever seen, which is that she's listened to all of our episodes multiple times, and we have ruined other podcasts for her because she just I loves love us her. so much. <laughs> so we love you, Victoria. You're the best. Okay, now we're going to deep dive into this. So I will I will treat this the way that my Uncle Kevin used to treat books, which is that I will give you the ending, and then we're going to circle back and give you all of the information that leads up to the crazy. How did you know that's my favorite kind of book? So I love those. <laughs> I always read the last chapter of every book first, and please don't hate on me. You're a psychopath. I am. You are a psychopath. <laughs> so this is the case of Sister Mary Yanina and... She, spoiler alert, died. (laughs) Who would have guessed? Uh, Her remains were not found until 11 years after she went missing. The father who discovered her remains tried to, like, discreetly bury them in the cemetery, kind of give her, like, a proper burial. The local sheriff's department caught wind of it and opened up a murder investigation. Yeah, I mean, no wonder. (laughs) They exhumed her remains from the grave that he had dug not surprising and then her remains went missing after the trial oh they to this day have not been located cool uh (laughs) there's already so much fuckery in that i don't even know how to unpack (laughs) that first of all if you find a dead body i don't care whose dead body just don't bury it don't bury it i don't care if you murdered them or not don't do it it's a bad idea you're welcome i didn't think that needed to be said (laughs) so uh sister yanina was from detroit uh all we kind of know about oh, this her... is like local oh oh we're I didn't... bringing it home girl oh mine are all in like russia no, <laughs> i no. looked up i didn't know we're know bringing we're it we're bringing it home which is why all of these names are super polish because fun facts for people who don't live in michigan it is a hella polish state yeah i don't Good know Colin. i don't know why so many polish people came to michigan but it's just where everybody ended up yeah because we were a french settlement but there's like no french people here so i don't know how yeah, that happened i'm super confused about how that all worked out so we don't really know much about her before the convent is that the word i want yeah convent, convent. uh she was orphaned at nine and then raised by felician nuns Oh, that's really common <laughs> around here. Everything's run by, like, the Felician sisters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wh- I, I threw this in here because it was part of her little background thing. She apparently liked to sing and go on long walks in the woods. I don't know why this suddenly turned into a dating profile, but, you know, it's fine. I love long walks in the woods and singing. I just imagine her walking through the woods and singing. I don't know why those are, like, in, like together in my head. She's doing both. <laughs> both at the same time. So, 
This is already a mess. So she was in Detroit, uh, but she got diagnosed with tuberculosis and was transferred to the Holy Rosary Catholic Church in Isidore, Michigan. So for those who don't know where Isidore, Michigan is, it's kind of like Traverse City area. I think it's the closest big city that I can think of. I don't Okay, so if you hold out your hand <laughs> and, and and your ring finger where it meets meets your palm, that's that's where we're talking about. Yeah, I think like, that's wait. Sounds do about I, right, doesn't do I, it? Do like I right? Do that? Yeah, like here-ish. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah like the second <laughs> knuckle of your ring finger. We live in a state where you can hold up your hand as a map. You're welcome. Oh yikes. So <laughs> she got transferred to the Holy Rosary Catholic Church in Isidore. It's funny now, if you look up Isidore, Michigan, it's literally like the corner of two crossroads, and that's it. Like, the Holy Rosary Church is Isidore, Michigan. That's all that's left. That's it. There's nothing there. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> so, she was transferred to the Holy Rosary Catholic Church, um, in part because she was supposed to become the mother superior for the schoolhouse that they were opening. With tuberculosis. <laughs> With, okay, so Here, that, have some children to teach. <laughs> that's the other half of the tuberculosis thing was that she was transferred because they thought the climate was going to be better for her. Oh, that was really common. A lot of times they'd be like, you just need a warmer You just climate. need country that's, air. Yeah, country air, fresh <laughs> air. Spoiler alert, that's not how tuberculosis works. Yeah, I hope. Does the story <laughs> end in like 20 children getting tuberculosis? Because that's how it sounds like it's going to end I right didn't now. even think to look if there was like an outbreak. Oh my gosh! I'm yeah. sorry. I I I dropped the ball on that one, kind of like the investigators did. That doesn't. Hey that's uncommon. <laughs> so, our story starts in August 23rd, 1907, and uh, Sister Yanino was one of three to stay at the schoolhouse year but year round. Wow, English, English is really hard. <laughs> Get out of my head. Anyway. Uh, the other two were sisters Josephine and Angelina. Um, so all three of them had tuberculosis, so that's why they stayed year-round. Uh, August 23rd gotcha. was a Friday, and Sister Yanina was tasked with decorating the schoolhouse for the upcoming school year, as well as a visit from Bishop Richter to bless the school. Because it was like their first year, so he was coming to officially bless them Religion's i don't weird i don't catholicism i don't know i don't know much about catholicism either. it sounds like a legitimate thing we'll roll with it so the afternoon of august 23rd these sisters went to their living quarters for their afternoon nap which was a thing they just took naps every day i mean tuberculosis <laughs> really wears you out there and you're you know slowly dying uh them going to their bedroom for their afternoon nap was the last time that sister yanina would be seen Dun, dun, dun. Okay, but like petition for me to also get afternoon naps. <laughs> <laughs> can I, can those be a thing? I need it in my life. So Sister Josephine and Angelina woke from their naps to find Sister Yanina missing. Uh, they began to worry when they found the back door of the schoolhouse ajar because apparently it was always kept locked. So for it to be open was super like weird. Super weird. Yeah. Uh, they also found Sister Yanina's bear book open on the windowsill. Okay, but what page was it open to? I don't know. It was well, 1907. Then, they didn't keep super great records. I'm this is some sorry. shoddy investigation. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. I'm kidding. Back. Okay, so here comes the first Polish name that I'm going to slaughter, and I'm so sorry, everybody. Um, but the housekeeper, Stanis Yava Lipchinska. 
I'm so sorry. Polish. I'm so sorry you had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> did you look at the way that I it's did. spelled? Yeah, I Isn't did. that a nightmare? I have no guesses So you. I'm sorry. From here on out, I'm just going to refer to her as Lipchinska because that I can manage. Her first name is a nightmare. Sorry, not sorry. So Lipchinska. Just call her Lip. Lipchinska and her daughter Mary hadn't seen Sister Yanina. And here's name number two. Father Bieniewski? Oh, that's a good one. I like that one, actually. <laughs> I'm into that. Um, who very well may be referred to Father B from here on out, because I'm struggle blessing with these names. I accept it. <laughs> so he returned that evening, and there was still no sign of her. So he gathered the neighbors and had them help search the Holy Rosary grounds from the church basement to the school attic and all the way around. They found nothing. I have multiple issues with this. <laughs> starting, That's a weird way to approach it, but... Starting with the fact that neighbors just traipsed all over a crime scene. Right, yeah, like, okay, um, we're just going to bring in everybody and we're just going to destroy this crime scene as yeah. much as possible before the police get here. It, it was literally one of my notes that the investigation was just completely botched due to literally everybody in the town walking through the crime scene. Plus, it was a week before the police even got there. Oh, uh, you guys can't see me face palm, but I am. It hurts. It gets so much better. You're going to, oh, I'm being attacked by a trash panda. Oh, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Uh, so that's kind of where I'm going to leave that for now. A few people came forward with reports of what they think happened. And I would put that in air quotes, but I'm holding a trash panda. <laughs> what they think happened. So... There was a farmer that reported that he heard a woman singing from the swamp near his home, and he thought he saw a flickering light through the trees. His story was corroborated by a group of men that were posted on the road near the swamp. They, too, heard the music, but they were all too spooked to follow it, so it never got investigated. I respect <laughs> them so Do you know how many goddamn stories I've heard of swamp lights? I'm sorry, if you were in a swamp or if you were in a bog or you were in the marshes or you're in the woods, and you hear music, and you see lights, you don't follow them. Just don't, don't investigate. investigate. <laughs> Run the other way. I'm telling you, Willowis for dangerous. The smart men. Okay. I'm not even mad. I'm, I'm not mad about it either. It was just kind of one of those things where it's like, authorities couldn't even look into it? Like, was yeah, everybody okay, just the, the big bad way too spooked into it? <laughs> it's too spooky. This is not in our jurisdiction. It's too scary. <laughs> We don't cover paranormal things. I'm not into it. Speaking of paranormal, the case caught the attention of a clairvoyant from Kingsley who described I to it. <laughs> I haven't even gotten to the best part. You can't hate it yet. I do. I do so much. <laughs> so our clairvoyant friend described a house on Glen Lake, which is near the area, right. where he said Sister Yanina was being held captive. Sheriff Brown found a house that fit the description, but to nobody's surprise, he found nothing. I wanted it to be like his house. <laughs> like they just show up and he's just sitting in the living room. He's like, I told you. <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> yeah. No, it just ended up being that somebody is full of surprising. Shit. The the next piece where somebody was like, I know what happened came from a mysterious letter that came from Chicago. <clears throat> that said, quote, 
Sister Mary Yanina, who disappeared from the convent, was not abducted or murdered. She was simply tired of her job and slipped quietly away. Signed, a Protestant pup. Okay, the signed part is weird. I'll let Um, you unpack that. (laughs) But honestly, I mean, like, obviously there's more to learn. But so far, I mean, I'm kind of on that side, seeing as, like, they saw her. Well, saw someone out in the woods, like, singing making noise the light could have easily just been like a torch or something i'm with that one that's formally my vote as of now yeah we'll see how i feel but that's formally final answer okay but you have to remember like her remains were found she's dead well oh i did forget about that to be honest (laughs) okay well i'll take it back later but formally okay good talk morgan final answer I mean, she could get murdered later. She could have just left on her own. I just think it was super sketchy that it was signed a Protestant pup, and this is a... Oh, he stopped purring as soon That's as That's the noise. The you definitely heard the noise. I heard the noise in my headphones. You definitely <laughs> heard the noise. That was um, a trash panda purring. Anyway, but I just, I think it's super sketchy that it was signed Protestant pup, especially when this is a Catholic nun. Because I don't know if you've ever learned anything about Catholics and Protestants, but they fucking hate each other. Oh, yeah. I've been to Ireland. Don't. Yeah. But, yeah, I didn't think about that. That is kind of strange. Yeah. Also, the pup part bothers me. Yeah, I don't like that they call themselves a pup. That's just a gross word. I hate it. Puppies are amazing. Pups are... Mm, I'm holding mm. a literal pup right now and I love it. <laughs> you can hear him drinking. I know. He's a thirsty boy. So they they tried. They kind of investigated every lead that they got, but every lead kind of fell flat. So Yeah, the leads were shitty. <laughs> she kinda I mean it was nineteen oh seven. It's what are they gonna do? So right. she kinda just got forgotten. Oh. For lack of a better descriptor. So now we jump forward to nineteen eighteen, which is eleven years later. Okay. And oh no, here comes another one. Father Podlashvisky? Oh we'll go with it. Sure. Uh, he was the successor of Father B, and fellow priests warned him that a scandal was waiting to happen under the church, and it must be taken care of. That's not terrifying Super at all. Super sketch. Uh, so the urgency stemmed from the fact that Father... Mm, Father P. Father P. Yep. I'm done with that name. Uh, Father P was overseeing plans to tear down the church and build a new one because the current church is wooden and he was planning to build like a stone one. Yeah, build a brick one. Oh, so they're like, Um, so they're like, um, so you're gonna find a dead body in the basement. Uh, we promise it's like no big deal, just like get rid of it. Probably should take care of that. (laughs) So he is concerned that everybody's like there's a scandal waiting to happen so he goes to the church basement to search for clues and he finds a shallow grave in the floor which the basement's like the the michigan basement and for people who aren't in michigan is basically just a basement with dirt flooring instead of yeah like concrete Especially back in why. those days <laughs> like well i mean i feel like back in those days they just didn't really concrete floors very mm-hmm. much and they're not, like, really cellars. We don't really have cellars. We have yeah. basements, which are different. Yeah. It's a it's a whole thing here. So he found a shallow grave on the floor that had the remains of our missing nun. Um, like I said 
before he decided to just move the bones to the church cemetery and figured that that was the end of it. It was not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Just stop for just just one one second. I'm sorry. If your boss, because uh, let's be real, it's his, it's his boss. Yeah. Um, if your boss comes to you and says, hey, by the way, I have a quick scandal that I need you to deal with. Um, if it's a body, um, don't bury it. Right. Uh, I didn't feel like I needed to say that, but now I feel like I need to say that. That's just a given, I thought. But yeah, don't do that. Human remains 101. Like, if you find them, call the police. (laughs) Don't just try to bury it somewhere else. Because now, well, now you're an accomplice. Like, now you are an accessory to the murder. You hid the evidence where if you would not have done that, like, you'd be fine. Save yourself some jail time. Right. Now you just look super sketch. Congratulations. Now you're a sketch ball. Strangely enough, word made it to Lilanu County Sheriff, uh, John Kinnikin. Oh, God, these names are killing me. Who opened an investigation. Because strangely enough, you find remains of a nun who's been missing for 11 years, and you're kind of curious about what happened. You know, weirdly <laughs> enough, I would also be concerned. I'd yeah. be like, hmm, she disappeared 11 years ago? Strange. So, in April of 1919... Sheriff Kinnuckin, uh arrested Father B and Lipchinska. There we go. Oh, I did it. Killed it. <laughs> um, however, Father B convinced the sheriff that he was innocent and he was never looked at again. Oh. Lip- that makes it sound so simple. <laughs> I wish it was that simple for everybody. Right. Uh, Lipchinska, however, was taken to the Lilanu County Jail. I wonder what he possibly could have said just to be like, oh, never mind. Right. Like, how do you? I don't know. I feel like being a priest, he probably had a little bit of probably. Uh, sway, especially since it sounds like it was such a small town. Mm-hmm. Probably like, oh, yeah, I'm sure the only priest in town wasn't the one who right, killed exactly. the girl. <laughs> uh, so our sheriff here hired a Polish-speaking detective, Mary Tilska. Oh, I like that last name. Taliska? I think it's just Taliska. Okay, I can do this. I can pretend to Polish. This is awful. So sorry, everybody. (laughs) So uh, Mary Taliska was hired to pose as an inmate and elicit a a confession out of uh, Lubczynska. I've heard of them doing that before. I feel like that's not uncommon. I mean, it's not uncommon, but you're going to hate it. Oh, I'm so ready. <laughs> so a short time later, Lipchinska began showing signs of insanity, which they described as rolling on the floor and refusing to eat. She Yeah, that does sound kind of weird. <laughs> uh, she was taken to Ann Arbor for a psych evaluation where a doctor ruled that she was faking it and she was sent back to jail. That also sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lipchinska, I had it and then I lost it. Lipchinska? Lipchinska. I'm pretty sure I'm still not doing that right. And Mo, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you tried your best. We tried our best, all of us. <laughs> um, so she was sent to trial, and some key witnesses against her were two of the neighbors of the church and then the detective hired to pretend to be an inmate. So I don't know why the neighbors w- <laughs> were considered such damning witnesses because the quotes from them are so stupid but we're gonna dive into this anyway i'm so ready (laughs) are you ready 
I think so. I don't think you are. <laughs> so our first neighbor, Mary Gatsky. Why is everybody named Mary? Yeah, I was going to say there's been like three or four Marys so yeah. far. There isn't that even that many players in this game. <laughs> I know. Um, so Mary Gatsky testified that Lipchinska often stopped at her house to gossip about the sisters. Uh, she stated that at one point, quote, she said that the priest was no priest. He was no more than a man with wives. She called Yanina a slut. <laughs> you know, honestly, um, I'm not victim shaming that's not what i was about. like i feel like uh, you know if it's literally just a man and like three women in the middle of nowhere year round all the time i mean i could see where something might happen i mean aren't priests allowed to have wives i don't think so and also like i know yeah they're some, not it's oh it's reverends reverends are allowed to have wives is that i don't I think, think that's so. I don't Catholic, anymore i don't i don't really i don't really know that much <laughs> Deacons can have wives, okay. but priests cannot. Okay, okay good to know. Reverends are not Catholics. So. Charles to the rescue. Yeah, Charles to the rescue. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't... We'll circle back to the slut comment eventually because there's somebody that has a theory that kind of relates to that. I don't buy into it, and we'll get into that. Uh, so another neighbor, Jacob Flees. <laughs> I love him. He's got my favorite name so far. Uh, testified that on the day of Sister Yanina's disappearance, Lipchinska said to him she was such a light character that she let Father B and the doctor go in her room, and they are not allowed to do this even upon their dying bed. So basically, she was just, like, going to the neighbor and being like, well, this hoe let two men into her bedroom. I'm sorry. She has <laughs> tuberculosis. <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, if I was dying of tuberculosis <laughs> and someone was like, oh, no, I'm sorry, you can't have a man in your room. I'd be like, that man's the doctor. <laughs> that man is saving uh, my life. Let him in. <laughs> so the most damning testimony came from Taliska. Tal- Taliska? Oh, God. These names. I'm done. Um, who was our detective hired right, to the one in the prison. Inmate. Yeah. Yep. Uh, in her testimony, she says that Lipchinska gave her this confession, quote, First, I stunned her and then went out into the garden and got a spade. I dug a hole under the church, dragged the body to the hole, and put it in. As I was trying to cover the head, it would always rise up. I threw two or three shovels of dirt on the head, but each time it rose up. Then I took the backside of the spade and knocked the sister three times on the head with all my might. End quote. But, like, what was her motive? (laughs) I don't know. They never talk about that. That nowhere is it ever mentioned, like, why she would kill the sister. Yeah, I mean, usually that's the first (laughs) thing you do is you decide the motive. Nope, not in the early 1900s, apparently. I mean, I can see it a little bit um, just because a lot of people who do commit murders, like, will have a tendency to refer to, like, the people they kill as it. Um, it or they just because Mm -hmm. it like dehumanizes them we're saying like she or their names will like make them feel remorse and feel guilt so I kind of feel that part of it because if she was really like referring to her as it like that's uncommon like I wouldn't refer to the person I live with as like an it so the defense tried really hard to bring the jury back from this super horrifying confession um, by pointing out the conflicting testimony of the doctors who examined the remains. Right, they were so, like, um, yeah, she didn't get knocked in the head? 
I'm no, assuming. she did. Oh, okay. uh, the conflict come from comes from there was two local physicians that looked at the skull and claimed that the fracture was bef- like was the cause of death. But then an out-of-state pathologist also looked at the skull and insisted that the fracture was postmortem. So she could have been like burying her and then like just accidentally whapped her with yeah. a shovel or something. Yeah. So because it was the two local physicians that say that it was the cause of death, the defense tried to paint this picture that like the locals were all covering up for somebody, but that that somebody wasn't Lipchinska. I could see it. Yeah, I could see it. So <laughs> this is where we get to. So Lipchinska gets put on the stand and okay. her testimony is bonkers. I don't think you're ready. <laughs> I love you, Lip. Tell me the truth. (laughs) So in her testimony, she says that while she was in jail, she was led into a dark room where the bones in the skull were lit by two candles and were set on the table. So she's crazy as shit. Can I? That's what you're telling (laughs) me. Oh, I'm not done. (laughs) She says that she watched horrified as Sheriff Kanukin manipulated wires to work the jaws of the skull as he yelled at her you killed me you killed me <laughs> i'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say that that didn't happen i'm not done yet I'm not ready <laughs> he then apparently thrust the skull into her face and after this she claims that uh taliska hit her over the head with a water ladle and then locked her in a box with the bones I don't know why, but all I can think of is Game of Thrones, where she's just, like, walking through the streets, and they're following her going, like, shame, shame. But instead of a bell, it's a water ladle. (laughs) Yeah. So she claims that they locked her in the box with the bones until she confessed to the murder. Oh, but then the remains went missing, so they have no way to verify, like, um, yeah, those jaws were not wired. Well, the the remains were used in the trial. Like, the, oh, so they kept holding up the skull and were like, look, it's fractured. Did, so, were, were the jaws wired? I don't, they never say anything about it. I'm gonna feel like they're not, because I feel like that would have been said. I feel like everything about this case is just friggin' ridiculous. Yeah, none of it, none of it makes sense. <laughs> Fuck you, Victoria, for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> so, despite her crazy ass testimony, she was still found guilty and given a life sentence. In 1927, after serving seven years, she was pardoned by Governor Alex Grosbeck. And then, weirdly enough, was hired as a housekeeper by an order of Felicia nuns in Milwaukee. <laughs> I mean, go live. Uh, uh, weird flex, <laughs> but okay. She lived and worked there until she died in 1961. I feel like that's a pretty clear sign she, like, didn't do it, though. Like, I feel like if you're... I just don't see any motive. I'm gonna get to that. Wait, so, I'm changing my official vote really fast before okay. you tell me what it is. My official vote is that it was the the priest. Because they were doing the... Spoiler do, alert, do this it. case has never been solved, and I will okay, tell well, you why oh, it hasn't. absolutely. Well, I'm putting in my formal <laughs> vote again um, that it was him, and they were, like, sleeping together, and then she was like, I don't want to sleep together anymore, and then he just whapped So you think her. it was Father B? I think it was Father B. Okay. So <laughs> this whole section of stuff is labeled the real fuckery of all of this i was just like i just want you to know what you're getting into so like i said her remount her remounts oh my god her remains 
were found in the basement of the church. Uh, but how were they not discovered prior? Right. If they found them that easy, it seems like they would have been easy to find. Yeah. Earlier. Like it was a super shallow grave. Um, I don't know if you know this, but decomp smells fucking awful. Real bad. So like if she's been in the basement for the last 11 years, somebody's going to pun intended catch wind of that <laughs> well especially because you said like right after she went missing like the neighbors were all through the house they were like searching yeah, every, th- so that was my next point was that they like they had everybody searching um and some accounts say that they had a dog brought in at one point a dog would absolutely smell that right so i want to know like how the hell she wasn't found Unless she she had to have been moved there later. That's the only right, like way she, that, that she had works. to have been somewhere else. Yeah, like, like maybe they stuck her in the swamp or something just for a little bit. Yeah, like either she until was it calmed down or something. Originally in the basement, and they lied about searching it, or she got moved there later. I'm still voting for Father B, but I could see You're him being like because Father well B. because he's the father. Like he could very easily be like, oh, I've already searched the basement. Like she wasn't mm-hmm. in the basement. Like let's keep going. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, like I said, her remains were dug up from the grave and used during the trial. Right. And then they went missing and to this day have not been located. I'm just so... I just don't understand how so many things, like, go missing. Well, it had to go missing from, like, an evidence locker. Yeah. Because like, if the courts had it, like, it's in, like, a secured evidence locker. Yeah. But they... How like, do you just... They went, like, after the trial to rebury her in the grave. And, like, did they just were like, where did the remains go? Oh my god, they poofed. Well, especially if you have like a whole ass trial and you've already clearly had like an autopsy and everything, why would you steal the body mm-hmm. yeah. then? Like it's not I like you're it. covering anything up. There's not really a reason to take it. it. Yeah, everything about it's awful. Um, I hate this part so much. She is never mentioned in the Holy Rosary Church's history. Ever. So- I really feel like this all points to the father. (laughs) If you go on the church's website, they have like a whole history of it. Of like every nun they've ever had kind of a thing. She's she's never mentioned, which I think is absurd because she was like the mother superior that started the school program. And she was murdered. And just give her some. Yeah. A little bit. (laughs) Um, She has no headstone in the cemetery. God, they're dicks. She has no headstone anywhere. The only memorial she has is a church in detroit has like a little plaque for her but she's still listed as missing like they never acknowledge that she died she's listed on the plaque as missing like i still feel like it all points to the father because like first of all he could easily well i feel like he's the only one that has a motive yeah and then because especially if they were actually sleeping together like that gives him a huge motive because especially if she maybe did actually want to leave. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm so, done sleeping with you. And then he could also be like, yeah, don't search the basement. Like, mm-hmm. I already looked there. And also, like, he clearly just talked himself out of the police, like, very simply. Yeah. So there's an author that agrees with you. And they think what happened was that he accidentally got her pregnant and that she died during a botched abortion, which is kind of corroborated by the fact that like some sources say that they found fetal bones with her remains god yeah um, that makes way more sense and then the author thinks that she was buried on a farm and then later moved to the church basement i don't know that i 
buy this because I don't know how much you know about Catholicism, but they have very strong views about premarital sex and yeah, that, that you don't for a, do it. I don't know, though. I mean, like, especially, this would not be the first time it's happened. Especially for somebody who was orphaned at nine and raised by Felician nuns and raised in a convent. Like, I don't I don't know that I buy the narrative that she threw away everything for Father B. Though, to be fair, the other lady said that the other nuns had been complaining about her way before this happened. Like, what would... Like, what would their motivation be to complain about her if it wasn't true? The other nuns weren't complaining about her. Uh, Lipchinska was oh, complaining about well, her to Lip- the neighbors. But, like, so what reason would she have to lie yeah. about that? Unless maybe she also loved Father B and then I just, she yoinked her because of that. <laughs> I don't know. The narrative just doesn't sit well with me. I just don't buy that. I don't know if I away. believe the whole abortion thing. I guess yeah. it would really depend. But I feel like that would have been brought up over and over and over again of court. Like, if they were like, well, we also found this baby, this is actually a double homicide. I mean, we all know that the Catholic Church likes to cover up everything. Well, that's so. because it is so covered up. Because, like, I feel like if it really was, like, lip, that they wouldn't have covered it up. Because it's like, they have never cared about covering up crimes that don't involve them. True. You know what I'm saying? Like, if someone just murders a nun, like, they're not going to cover that up. Like, she just got murdered. No. But they will cover up the... I sound like a conspiracy theorist right now. <laughs> um, I mean, conspiracy like, theory away because this isn't solved. I mean, I could easily see them covering up the parts of this that had to do with mm-hmm. the church. Are you ready for your next tidbit of fuckery? Yes. So the Catholic Church claims to know the truth about what happened to her, but they say that the perpetrator revealed all of the information during a confessional so they won't share any of it. They have, however, conceded that Lipchinsko was innocent. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> but, like, who else would it be? Yeah, I mean, like, I, there's literally... I agree with you that like, it has no to be there. somebody within the church, because... And that narrows it down easily to three people. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like no one really thought that the other nuns were, like, suspicious at all. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they would have... That would have got brought up at some point. Yeah. I mean, it it could have been one of the other nuns. I mean, they all had convenient alibis of like, oh, we were taking our afternoon nap. Yeah, that does seem a little like, I mean, you could literally do anything and just be like, oh, I was napping. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're like the only two people there. Charles is dying. (laughs) Hi, guys. Engineer Charles here. Um. So, so if the other lady isn't guilty, then so she's not lying. She has no reason to be lying. Yeah. So did the cop really like ventriloquist? (laughs) No, no. And I didn't even think about that. And like throw her in a box with some bones to try to get her to to confess to it because I mean it's like early cop stuff. I mean, it really is like the intimidation like tactics. Like that's pretty common actually. I mean, you know, and it's like cops were willy nilly back then. So. I mean, so maybe. Was she, was she, telling the she truth? might have been telling the oh truth. <laughs> um, also, that would explain like the rolling on the ground and like refusing to eat and stuff. Like, I'm yeah. sorry if someone was like, like holding a de- literal dead body in my face <laughs> and was like, <laughs> ventriloquist. We should not be laughing about this. <laughs> it's just the 
most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Like, it's one thing to, like, it's so lock ridiculous. her in a box with the bones, I guess. But, like, to have to ventriloquist and like, wire the jaw and just yell at her and be like, you killed me. You killed me. I mean, I think I would confess if that happened, too. I would at least roll around on the floor, bare minimum. Totally explained. Formal petition for this case to be made into a movie just so we can have a scene of, like, somebody playing a cop with, like, some wires and a skull just being like, you killed me. I'm, like, assuming he's, like, literally holding the skull and just moving the jaw but no, in my head i he really wired it yeah i was like in my head i really want to picture him as like a marionette <laughs> like he just has like the whole setup it was always his dream i don't <laughs> know why the voice i'm giving <laughs> her is a dream <laughs> he's gonna make it as a ventriloquist so he became a cop uh, we are coming unglued i'll leave you with this last uh little tidbit of fuckery so to this day, if you go to Isidore, Michigan, or any of the little surrounding towns and try to ask questions, no one will tell you anything, and the older parishioners will get fucking pissed that you're prying. That sounds like Michigan. <laughs> that sounds like that really sounds like <laughs> nobody's like, surprised. If you don't know, like to this day, I like I'm from Jackson. It's a big problem in Jackson, and I'm sure it's a problem literally all over Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, crimes will happen. People will literally get shot, and then they won't say anything. No, like it's li- literally the people who got shot are like, oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just good. No, mm-hmm. it's just a stray bullet. Who knows? Snitches I don't, get stitches. I just, oh, I don't get it. Uh, it's awful. And she's not getting it. It's a huge thing here in Michigan that, like, shit happens and then nobody talks about it. Yeah, we're all about settling things ourselves. <laughs> but, like, that's never, <laughs> never a good idea. You make it sound like there's a bunch of mob bosses running around just like, I'm going to settle this myself. I mean, but, like, how many people are, like, oh, that person? I don't know um, why that's my person? mob boss voice, but okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's what mob bosses sound. But, like, how many people are, like, oh, I know this person stole my laptop. And, like, instead of just calling the police and being, like, hey, I know this person stole my laptop. Like, go to their house. Their laptop. My laptop is there. I mean, They'll, like, go get a bunch of their friends and beat the shit out of them instead. I mean, we literally had this happen at Ren Fair. Do you like remember this literally was it, like, two happens. years ago when that kid like stole a ton of weapons and shit from us and then like everybody was like yeah we know who it is we're not gonna say anything about yeah it. like everyone's like oh yeah we know exactly who it is we know exactly what tenny's staying in we know his mom like we know every detail about him did you call the police no well, i mean like no <laughs> like why are you like this because everybody loves like his this? mom his mom was his saving grace through that whole thing let's be real but still it's a pattern yeah we no it's a thing a it's a thing here in michigan anyway so never solve a crime in michigan because you're just not gonna it's not gonna happen come commit a crime in michigan because nobody's gonna talk about it apparently <laughs> anyway that got really derailed uh so that's the story of sister mary yanina i think i i stand by my last final answer you still which think was it's... i think it's the father because if it was someone outside of the church, like, they wouldn't have covered it up. And yeah. they wouldn't have covered up any part of it. And I, I think mean, they're really heavily the, got their fingers in it. I don't know. I, From what I understand of Catholicism, their confessionals are, like, you whatever you say in that box is not leaving that box. Oh, yeah. No, it is a legitimate And it doesn't matter thing, if you're part yeah. of the church or not. Like, you go in that box and you say that you are ted bundy they're not gonna tell anybody that you're ted bundy i don't know why that's where my brain went <laughs> it always blows my mind when people like get drunk and they'll like yeah like they'll go talk about their crimes in like a bar or something yeah like just go to a confessional yeah 
It's, like you could literally insane. talk about it in detail, and I'd be like, "Do ten Hail Marys and <laughs> do, do ten Hail Marys." It's, yeah, they probably won't say that. Catholicism but, uh, is bonkers. Anyway, that got super derailed. <laughs> I still, yeah. Final answer, Father B. That's who you think it was. He doesn't deserve to get his last name said. Father B. He's okay. a murderer. I stand by it. I'm not even gonna try this name again. Nope, I'm done. I'm done with these Polish names. I, it's not happening. I no made one's it gonna the try case, to say it. And that was it. Go like our Facebook. <laughs> oh my god, I'm done. Yep, go to our Facebook. It's just bitches and modern bitches and modders. <laughs> I don't even know what our own name is. It's bitches and murders podcast. There you go. Also, at Twitter is what and murders at and murders. Uh, Instagram is bitches at, and murders podcast. Yep. And then so is our Patreon as well. Patreon, give us money. Please. <laughs> Please. I like coffee. <laughs> and a new setup. Yeah. So we can stop making Charles do all of the things, even though he's doing all of the things like a boss. 10 out of 10. 10. 10 out of 10 would recommend Follow Charles on R. All Horror Show. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go watch the Charles R. Horror Show. Is there a specific place that you normally like post it? Uh, in theory, on you can get it wherever you listen to uh, podcasts. So like iTunes, Spotify, mm-hmm. yep. all of that fun jazz. Awesome. And same for us. Go do the things. So follow us on all of those things. Also on YouTube. Watch all of our videos on YouTube. Ooh, also AdSense is cool. With um, iTunes and Spotify, I just learned this. Their algorithm is super bonkers. So you need to like give us reviews and rate us. Otherwise, we won't chart. It's really stupid. Like, you can listen to us 300 times in iTunes. But if you don't rate us, it's not going to happen. But if you don't click on the little stars, they're like, fuck you guys. So click on the little stars, please and thank you. I didn't know that. Yeah, click on all the stars. All the stars. Right now. Thank you. So that's everything. So stay spooky, bitches. Stay spooky.